Oh, I found it. I found it, Andrew. Yes, that was League Freak saying he's got it, he's got it, he's found it. Found it. There, that's where it is. That's what. Yeah. No man has ever said that before. That was League Freak saying he's got it, he's got it, he's found it. Live. Okay, let's just double check that we're live. Actually, we've got to do our standard test. This is this is part of our professionalism now. We're going to make sure that. Oh shit! Hang on. Hang on. Okay, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? I paired my headphones. Yeah. And I didn't put them in my ears. That's brilliant. So I didn't, I didn't hear anything you said in the last 30 seconds. That's okay. I haven't said really anything of any value as per usual. Okay. That's all right then. Yeah. So we're, so our plan is going to plan. It's magnificent. This is, this is the most ominous of ominous starts ever. Um, yeah. I do. I do have to say from the outset. I apologise to the listeners who have just come from the uh, starting block. Um, they may have got the impression that this is either going to be dead air, silence, or a blank screen, and we've managed to fail in all three areas. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So that means um, we've actually got to produce some content. Yeah, I don't like having to produce content. Hey, it's uh, it's a little bit disappointing. Right. Well, um, I'm just going to start with this. Okay, I, I was. Looking for looking for some stuff to talk about, and obviously normal news is is good for a chat. Mm. Um, but when you want to have something with a bit of a laugh, you do have to go to the Telegraph. Yes, and uh, I did make a tweet today because I saw a picture there and it said, "Expert tips: Only one team can win the Origin Decider." Wow, is that how is that even possible? They say only one team can win a game where there's a guarantee to be one winner. Yeah. That's so strange. I just felt the need to say, see, this is what separates us experts from you mm-hmm. plebeians who don't know shit. Exactly. We, we know exactly. this. We know this. This is why we're experts. Yeah, like, you know, I, I, I always felt like when you had a football game that had golden point and you had to have a winner, that you were always going to end up with a winner. And I deducted that because I'm an expert. Yeah, well... But that's sometimes you can have a draw. No, no. <laughs> um, speaking of great content too on the Daily Telegraph today, um, mm-hmm. Reg Reagan turns a whisper into a roar because you see, Matty Johns isn't seen anywhere near enough. That he now has to have an alter ego to fill in more time and get more bloody cash for himself. Yeah, it's good. I wonder if uh, his alter egos also push every single last Newcastle Knights player that ever he qualifies for New South Wales as well. Well, I think that I hope so. Yeah, I'm, I must say, um, I'm disappointed he didn't push Sione Matadia's cause to be in the centres this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think Connor Watson <laughs> as well deserved a call up. Connor Watson, basically anyone, as long as you're a Novocastrian, as they call them. Yeah, they... I, do you know why they're called Novocastrians, by the way? Oh, it's probably got something to do with Newcastle. Uh, but what what does it have to do with Newcastle? I've never known that. Like, I've used the term, but I've never actually known it. I think people use the term because they think it makes them sound really impressive. Yeah, so do I. And yet, it doesn't really. Like, it just is just a toss-up term. Yeah, it's just a, just a word people are throwing out. Yeah. 
I'm currently trying to put this... Uh, I was going to say shit, but it's not shit. Um, I'm trying to put this on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not really good at multitasking, hey? Well, here you go. It says here, Novocastrian is Latin. Yeah. So, Novo yeah. is new. Yeah. And Castria is castle. Castle, there you go. Novocastrian. So, who started calling them Novocastrians first? Oh, some people over in England. Ah, okay. So, it would have been, yeah. I wonder if if that was what they called Newcastle in England and then we just sort of adopted it just for the Knights, for nothing in particular, just the Knights. Pretty, that's pretty much it, yeah. I think so, yeah. <clears throat> so um, there you go, people. We've actually educated you on something that's actually information. Yeah, how about that? It's like, all downhill from here, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're sorry <laughs> about that. I was listening to the uh, starting block earlier. They had a really good show. They were talking about... Um, like whether they were lactose intolerant or not. Yes. And I, I have to say, pretty riveting stuff. It was, like, it was phenomenal. So good yeah. that we've decided to continue the conversation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you lactose intolerant? No, God, no. I grew up on a, on a farm. Yeah. And my grandmother used to... She had a dairy. Yeah. Sm- a small one. Didn't didn't make much. But she'd, um, she'd milk the cows in the morning and then she'd... She just put it, put the milk through a strainer out of the out of the bucket she's milked into into a, a uh, into a glass bottle, and then she drove up yeah. to mum and dad's place and bang on the fridge. It's still warm, oh, straight wow. on the wheat bix. Don't you worry. That's gonna be so weird. Don't worry about having any of that pasteurized crap or the you know any of the crap that goes in there or any of the commercialism attached. Um, you know, not even mate. It's not even skim milk, mate. All the cream sits on the top, so. There's probably about I don't know two cups two cups of cream on the top of it. You actually got to mix it into the bottle before you pour it out. Now I'm I'm not a I think they're called pastoralist, right? Yeah. But isn't there the risk of like salmonella or something? Never happened. Never never once happened. I guess never once it, happened. Guess... And I tell you what, I drank a shit ton of the stuff. Yeah. But literally, probably go went about through just just straight milk. Probably went through about three liters a week. But there's got to be like some. I guess if you get it fresh enough, then um, you you kind of are fine. I guess it's when it cools down after it's not fresh. No, no, no. Okay. Because she she'd always bring four liters. I'd, I'd crack into the first one for breakfast, yeah. and then the other the other two bottles, of, you know, the other bottle would be in the fridge. Yeah, I have it when I got home. Remember when they used to? Oh, I don't know if you you probably didn't have these because you you had cows and your grandmother, yeah. um, which sounds fucked. I'm sorry, but you know what I mean. Um, For anyone tuning in, we're not going to go backwards on that. You've just got to piece together what we're talking about. Just got to work it out. Um, milkman, thing of the past. Yeah, we never had those. Yeah, yeah. So we had milkman. So we even got free eggs because same grandmother had had all the chickens up there. So we used to get a dozen eggs like every week. All right. Did you, you um? Did you also have like a you do, you wouldn't have had a like a I don't know what they'd call them like somebody that delivered the bread? No, no, you didn't have nothing no. like that. See, we also had I can't remember. We didn't have people deliver mail. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I'm just no one delivered shit. We didn't city shit onto yeah, you. We didn't even have let's see, didn't even have um bin bin recycling or anything like that. There was no bins there. You had to take your own rubbish to the tip. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, mate. There's there's nothing out there. No no gas lines or anything like that. So if you want you know. gas in your house, you got to get your own 
tanks and put them on the side of the house and get them refilled every now and then. Um, wow. Even one one summer there, it was so bad we didn't even, we didn't even have water, so we actually had two big tanks on the top of the hill at the golf course, and we used to get um, every day or two we get four or five trucks would come in and they'd fill up the tanks with water for the town supply. Did you have, um, like, the, you know, the sewerage people that come around and pump out the septic tanks? Yeah. 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 See, the, like, I've, I've, I've witnessed that happen. Uh, it was mostly up the mountains, up the Blue Mountains for a while and surprisingly low into the Blue Mountains too. Yeah. But uh, these days, I think it's, I think they tore us through the mountains and put a big pipe in, so that shit doesn't happen anymore good use of the word shit too um yeah, well. yeah. i mean a lot of people out there used to have the um the old long drop oh yeah just a big hole in the ground yeah or the uh you have one where there's a bucket so once, once the bucket got full you had to go and dig a hole in the ground and bury it yeah see i i, I wouldn't like that i think the long drop would be kind of off-putting the smell of it see um and and here's the starting block thinking that talking about milk was bad. Yeah, all of a sudden we're, <laughs> we're talking about this sort of actual shit. Yeah, we've, we've started off pretty well. So I we, think we've we've taken it to the next level now. So Are you lactose we're, intolerant? No. And all of a sudden we're like, yeah, I'd like to. I wouldn't like taking a bog over a big hole in the ground full of shit. Well, it's like <laughs> speaking of shit, uh, Mitchell Pierce is coming back tonight. How do you think he's going to go? Man, you'll never well, get a segue like that ever again, people. Yeah, I look, I, I have no faith in him. I am expecting us to lose because of him. Um, and that might seem harsh, but I'm just going on historical, you know, precedence that he has said for himself. So, um, yeah. What, what do you think? How do you think he'll go? I think Maloney's going to be carrying him again. Mm-hmm. See, that, that to me, though, I mean, if he does carry him, that's got to be a good thing, right? Because it well, means not, that, not if Not if you're Maloney, it doesn't. Well, you know, it could means that it means they could shut down Maloney, but at the same time, it could also mean that, like, the less influence that Pierce has, the better. Well, I suppose that's true. Look, I, I think what we need in the media landscape is... Um, we need to be able to hear the actual thoughts of players instead of getting their ro- robotic sort of responses. So when they go up to Maloney and say, how do you feel about Mitchell Pearce coming to time? He goes, oh, yeah, mate, he's playing really good footy. This is going to be pretty good. I think in his head he's gone, fuck, not again. Yeah. It was pretty funny, though, that every time Mitchell Pearce was interviewed during the last 10 days, all of the, all of the journos and stuff just brought up his failure. Or fa- like failure after failure, and it started off with him going like, "Oh, you know, I'm just looking forward to the game and stuff." And then like after the ninth and eighth and ninth days, like, "Yeah, I'm not even thinking about it." <laughs> it's like, how can you not be thinking about it when it's all anybody wants to talk See, to you about? This, this is the thing, okay. This is this is the beauty of the media, mm. is they they know that they've got no story really if he mm-hmm. wins, mm-hmm. but if he loses. We can flog yeah. this pony the whole time. So yeah. to help me make that happen, let's just hammer the shit out of him over the next week about how shit his record is in origin. Hopefully, it meant, it's mental deterioration and he falls apart and crumbles yeah. and they go, oh, see, you shouldn't have been picked. And they say, oh, well, Fittler should get the sack. And oh, well, and all this crisis and this crisis. And <laughs> they piece it all out, mate. It's, it's, it's really clever. Now, uh, <laughs> we've got a hello from Nadine. She, uh, she said that we did a great segue 
um, a minute ago. I'm not sure what segue that was, but it was pretty good, I thought. Um, I think it was probably when you went to from... Mitchell like, Pierce. Mitchell Pierce, yeah, yeah, when we went from talking about taking a shit to uh, Mitchell Pierce. Um, I'm gonna, yeah. I was going to say, I've got to say, one skill I never thought I had was segues, but it's something that's, yeah. that's really come along pretty well in the last few months. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, you know, sometimes you can you can surprise yourself by what you end up doing when you push yourself to the next level, the, oh, to no, new limits. And, no, that and that's like it. That. that that's the only thing. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else has improved. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. What else is there on this new thing here? Let's have a look. Um, importance of bench roll not lost on Vaughn. Okay, that sounds pretty sad. Yeah, that sounds like a real push. <clears throat> Here we go. Who do you think's going to win? Who do you reckon's going to win tonight? Um, New South Wales should win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should win. But? But Pierce. Yeah, that's the thing. If he comes out in his actual NRL form, then yeah. they'll win. If he comes out in his usual Game 3 State of Origin form, I'm looking We're down screwed. again. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I I tend to think that he's not in great form anymore at NRL level. No, his last like two his last two games have fallen apart pretty badly. Yeah, they've been terrible. And I think that uh you know, all the people that are saying, Oh, he's the best halfback in the NRL, it's like, shut up. He's not. No. You know, I... he had a couple of he, he had a couple of good games and then the media just carried him for the rest of it. I'd argue that Cherry Evans is in better form than him. Uh, yeah, I would too. I would too. Cherry Evans has done really, really well. Like considering how interrupted his season has been, mm. the the way that he has played at Origin level, and then like he he hasn't needed to play himself into form at all. He just sort of has hit the ground running, and I find that fantastic. Like anytime you can do that, that's pretty impressive if you ask me. That's what the great players do. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people will be hesitant about calling DCE one of the greats, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's got the qualities of it. I know, he's done it. He's done a fair, <laughs> fair bit. Like, I think people forget all of the things he's achieved in his career. How many tests has he played for Australia, though? Probably needs to play more test footy. Well, that's the problem. He's, he's always going to have too, isn't it? Because he's, he's been behind some absolute bloody gun halves over the years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like ain't so many times that you can really get into the Australian side over the last, say, 10 years or so. It's surprising, though. Do you want to have a guess? I'm going to guess he has played eight test matches. 13. 13? Wow. wow. That's that's really surprising. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, 13 so test matches. He played in five. How many of them was he a starter, though? Um, two, three, four, five, six, and eight. Eight. Eight start, wow. five off the bench. So he's had a run. Oh, when was that run then? Okay, well, I can't he, think of when he was the number one. He played in uh, pretty much largely off the bench in the 2013 World Cup. Yeah. And in the 2014 Four Nations, he was the 5'8 in the, uh, those four games. And he yeah. played in two games in twenty tail end of last year. Okay. And That's interesting. The Anzac Test Match of 2014. So he had that four-year hiatus there. Yeah. And then come back and slip straight in and didn't miss a beat. Yeah. 
well, there you go. Like, I, I really am surprised by that, that he's played so many games as a starter. And to be able to do it as a, like, a 5-8, that's bloody impressive. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's done brilliantly. I, I do rate him as a halfback. Yeah, same yeah. Now, one thing we did talk about that we are going to discuss on the last episode mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. there was an article by Buzz Rossfield. Mm-hmm. The rules revamp that would change rugby league forever. Yes. Now it's it's part whinge, part yes. ref's fault, yes, and, and part attempt to be serious about That's a serious matter. Fucking impressive. It's impressive for Buzz. It's multi layered. Yeah. Yep. So it's about um, what he perceives the game has to change too, so as to try and reduce the amount of. Um, Heavy knocks and risk of CTE in the game of rugby league. Yep. Coming from a player who never played the game or a person who never played yeah. the game. Well, but he did tell Ben Iken about what it's like, which yeah. I thought was nice. Oh, he told Ben Iken to think about what it would have been like. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Ben obviously doesn't know. No, 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 not at all. He didn't tell Kenty, though. Maybe he thought Kenty played for Queensland. Um, I... Uh... I'm not sure. I feel like he didn't play enough first-grade football to really do that, you know? Well, if we're honest, he played more than we did. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> only only, you, we, you, only you, by three minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny, eh? Like, I, I actually wonder if um, you invoke the Willie Mason clause, where it's like, if you didn't do it, you can't talk about it. <laughs> Maybe that's all he did it for. So if I just awesome. run onto the side and make a tackle, I can say I played first grade and then I can come off and then I can bitch about it for eternity. <laughs> Smart play. Smart yeah, play. I agree. Takes a bit of balls. Um, I'm, uh, I'm just going... I've been told to go into the chat. Okay. For, um, Is there a whole bunch of people there... in there saying your audio's not working again? No, not that I see just yet. Okay. Um, but I, I am now in the Periscope chat. We've got, 11, we've got 12 people listening to us. Holy shit. Um, so, yeah, if you're in the chat now, I will be able to see what you're saying. So mm. feel He's... free to add to the discussion by being in the Periscope chat. Nadine told me to do that because she's our boss now, eh? <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Has, yeah. So has there been any chat yet or not? I can't see any. Not okay. just yet. All right. Well, you're monitoring the chat. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. The first idea that Buzz's, Buzz has come up with, cause, and I do say first because he's got a few. Mm. Right. First one is change the kickoff restarts. Yeah. It says the most, and brutal and, the most brutal and dangerous collisions in the modern game are from front rowers returning the football from their in goal area at full speed and then hurling themselves into three defenders charging from the opposite direction. It can have the force of a car crash. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen some car crashes on TV. Mm-hmm. And yeah. those those cars go at 100 k's an hour. I want to know, is that the speed that James Graham travels at? It doesn't seem like it, hey. Okay. I would say, if, if oh man, I would say maybe two or three k's an hour, not so much 100. All right. So he's being a little emotive, I guess, for, for impact. I feel like he is, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Um, but for head injuries, it's probably the most dangerous play in the game. See, okay, I'm... Oh, we're getting... Okay, Brad Brad Everly is... Oh, shit. I don't know. I should have said his name. <laughs> I think it was said he in the last one. 
Okay. He said we've got to have the chat history open. Best idea is to stop changing the rules by Boogie Bumper. Um, so we've got like we're live with the chat now, so we can see what you're all, all right. saying. Nadine's in there. So yeah. Um, all right. So he look, said he, I, for for head injuries, it's probably the most dangerous play in the game. So the thing yeah. is, though, I think what made it dangerous in the past was the shoulder charge. It probably did. Yeah, I think it's definitely safer now than it used to be. Yeah. And I I don't know how kicking it from a different area like just say they kick the ball off from i don't know the 40 meter line or something um you know what, well, what does that change his idea here is the introduction now these are his words i'm quoting this so if anyone can decipher this and tell me mm-hmm. what the fucking means that would be great okay the introduction of a 25 meter line for kick restarts would be an option we'd have shorter mm-hmm. kickoffs and a contest for possession that would give the game more unpredictability yeah, and what does that mean? Does that mean, I think what he wants, right, is he wants short kickoffs. So in his mind, he's thinking that the the receiving team is kind of, will get the ball before the 25-meter line. Because surely you're not kicking off from 25 meters out from the opposition's trial line. That's dumb. And yeah. if you kick it off from your own 25 meters, you, that's the same shit. So like, is, he talking he talking like, is he talking about, like, the, do you say, the uh, those rugby union ones? I think that's what he wants. Right. So th- this is the problem I see with this, okay, is that you end up then with about five or six players on both sides looking up to the skies, mm. running towards the ball to catch it. Mm. How do they know that they're not going to run into each other when they're not looking at one another? Exactly. What about the spinal injuries? Mm. You know? This seems crazy. Boogie, Boogie says that it's more <laughs> dangerous because players aren't trained to get hit anymore. I agree. I agree. Captain Kickass joined the, the chat and uh, Krista Davis <laughs> said she's glad that she could pick us up again because there's crazy wind down there. So, yeah. Is she down here? Or... Yeah, yeah, she's down yeah. that way. It is crazy wind. Yeah, yeah, crazy. It's uh, What else have we got here? Well, uh, Brad says it would give the team that just scored a huge attacking position, again, straight up. I agree. Yeah, that's, that's nonsense. So, uh, yeah, we'll what scrap we that just, one. What if you just tap the ball instead? Why not, yeah, why not just let the opposition take take the tap from, say, 30 metres from their own line? I wonder if that's what Buzz is talking about. I don't know. Restart? I don't think that, yeah. 25? It I might be. It, that, would make, that would make sense. That's it's a dumb it idea. It is a it's dumb really, idea. really, really dumb. Um, so next one. Speaking of dumb yeah. ideas, we'll continue on. 12-a-side teams. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel the same way. It's like, I, I don't get it. I don't know what it's supposed to achieve. I think any time that you can come in with a, a problem you think is happening, you know, now, and you want to change the entire fabric of the game to fix it, it's like, just shut the fuck up. The the argument he has for it, and by the way, I completely agree with that sentiment of yours there. Um mm-hmm. The argument he has here is one less player would open up the game, increase fatigue, and mm-hmm. slightly soften the impact in tackles. He's got no evidence to say that the tackles would be any softer. And increasing yeah. fatigue also increases the risk of injury. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just don't understand why, you know, having one less player on the field is going to be any better. It just makes no sense. Uh, you know... I, I just think that this is tossing one up. Every so often, someone comes out and they say, you know what, we should go to 12 players. But they've got no nothing really behind it. Um, Boogie Bumpers is just saying, let's just play sevens and be done with it. Like, I agree. 
Like, what the fuck, man? Well, that's this you know, is how- what this is what Buzzer said. Look at Nines football. The emphasis on speed and skill. Well, yes, Buzz, it is because there's four less players on the field. Yeah, it's exactly. a different game of football. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> I th- I still think that if we listened to journalists, we'd get down to the games just being a coin toss, and that would be it. Yeah, that's why you listen to us, because we're experts, not journalists. Exactly. We would have professional duck-duck-goose league. Yes. Um, (laughs) Tackle below the armpits. I like this one. This rule has already been tried in English Rugby Union. There was a 41% decrease in the number of tackles where contact was made with the head or Mm. neck of the ball character. Mm. Uh, Carrier, sorry. Um, a, a black line is stitched onto jerseys to make it clearer for defenders. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Oh shit. Maybe That's it should so be stupid. like it should be like um, those vests they wear in Epe in the Olympics, where every time you you hit a certain part, a little sound goes off. Honk. Yeah, yeah, you've gone you've good. gone over the line. Penalty. Yeah. Oh, what about and this is something that needs to be brought up in this instance. What about if you've got sensitive nipples? And all of the tackles aimed at your nipples. I, I worry about that. I personally don't have sensitive nipples. Um, but there are people out there that have super sensitive nipples. And I worry about those people. Would they be driven out of the game? Which which NRL players do you think would, would have that condition? Uh, who would have sensitive nipples in the NRL? Probably someone Parramatta. why am I putting this year? I was thinking Parramatta, hey? <laughs> <laughs> there might be a picture of him of a few of those guys that are on the uh, the live stream there. Um, I feel like Justin Paul probably had sensitive <laughs> nips. So I don't know why. What about I, Danny Wicks? That's a, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Danny Nips. Um, Ashton Sims. It's any of the Sims, really? Yeah. Um, as when we discussed this the other day, you come up with a really interesting point about this this uh, tackling around the uh, below the armpits, and you said if only there was a rule in play at the moment mm. which prevented people from being tackled in the head. Yeah, some some sort of disincentive. Yeah, um, there could be maybe the referee would be able to manage that. Um, we've got another call: Tedesco sensitive nipples. That's from Boogie. Oh, Aaron Woods. Aaron Woods would definitely have sensitive nipples. I would put money on Aaron Woods having sensitive nipples. Yeah. The other thing here is he says, we'd still get the big hits and big contact, but a reduction in head injuries. Now, I'd argue that if you're, if you're coming in to tackle someone, leading yes. with your shoulder, but you know, you're know you going to wrap your arms around, and you hit someone in the middle of the chest, and they're running at you yes. full steam, wouldn't there be a risk of whiplash? There probably would be, huh? Hmm... I like it when I see someone get shit whipped. Have you ever seen someone get shit whipped? Um, is that kind of like what Cohen Hess did to Mitchell Moses a few years ago when they played up in Darwin? I can't remember. I oh, know that. that was just a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> um, who have we seen get shit whipped? Uh, oh, you remember when? Um, I don't know if you remember this. Remember when uh, Craig Field got absolutely crushed when he was playing for the Manly Seagulls? Oh, I think I do. Mm, shit whipped. Wow. Yeah. Now I know what that is. That's the, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's another great idea. Mm-hmm. This one is come from Steve Roach, so you know this one's got some thought behind it. Limit of two per tackle. 
Well, wouldn't that be fun to see that regulated in an NRL game? Yeah. I mean, so, fucking hell. There was... Earlier in the article, he was saying how... This is Buzz. Saying yeah. that the the decrease in penalties has yeah. led to players being a little bit more tired mm-hmm. and a reduction in head knocks or some something along those lines. Yeah. And now he's advocating for essentially what would be a shit ton of penalties to be caught in the game. Mm-hmm. Because that's all this is going to do. So let's look at it this way. Jason Tomo- Jason Tormalolo is running a little bit wide of the ruck. Yep. Right. He's probably running towards, say, Mitch Moses and Clint Gutherson. Yeah, yeah. And they both come in to make a tackle. Mm. The rest of the players have got to stand around and watch those two try and bring down that unbelievable human. I see the problem here. And they're not allowed to get involved until they've had a crack and one of them's fall off. And by the time that happens, he's then back in the space again. How is this good for the game of rugby league? That's a good point. Maybe we should go, because Boogie Bumper has this idea, right, where we make the game more violent, okay, and they sign waivers, and we're basically, we, we play until we die. And, you know, I think that there's some merit in that. Go the opposite way. Right? Should should players be allowed to come onto the field with a weapon? And the smaller you are, the more the more um, aggressive the weapon can be. So, like a, a prop, say like Tormalolo or Paul Gallon, they can come on with say a two before. But a smaller player like Mitchell Moses can come on with like three cinder blocks and a chair. What type of damage would we see? Um, you know, the Burgess brothers doing coming on the field with a weapon well, first of all a sub rule would have to be put in and that was that would be that pants have to stay up yeah yeah, yeah. just like we can't have you beating someone to yeah. death yeah we, we we can have violence without that sort of brutality yeah. you don't need that yeah although that would be the ultimate in like you know getting one over your opponent hey <laughs> just turkey slapping the shit out of them into concussion yeah but you can't but you can't hit them above the nipples <laughs> yeah that's that's true because that that would just be weird yeah and sexy <laughs> okay <laughs> now, here's here's a here's another rule i like the buzzers brought in okay yeah yeah Re- reduce the 10 meter rule but mm. not to five meters mm. to seven meters because that would be so easy to do on the fly in a game of football where the Every area is marked in 10-meter lots. What if we cut it down to 11 players, right? But the wingers carry set squares so that we know that 7.5 meters is where the wingers, they're constantly just, you know, they've got a fucking abacus out and they're just working it out between each other, the opposition wingers. They should also have a set line. So one's on one wing and one's on the other. And the line of string goes across. Yeah. So that none of their players can go ahead of that. That way they're also keeping all the players on side, which would reduce penalties as well. That would be fucking brilliant. I'd love to see that. We've fixed that one. Yeah. We could it could all be sponsored by the Master Builders Association. <laughs> or the Masons. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. Um here's a classic. Reduce interchange mm-hmm. from eight changes down to six. Mm. Now, again, this is just going to this does nothing. Um, players are so bloody fit today. This does nothing. I had an idea, and that was if you're going to reduce the interchange, drop two players off the bench and only have two on there. Yeah, I like keep it at eight changes. Yeah, 
but you can change between players as much as you want, but only a total of eight all up, but just have two players on the bench. I tell you what, that would make it interesting, wouldn't it? It would. Like, it would bring up the, the attrition rates, and I love being able to say attrition. Um, but, yeah, it, it's you get to a point with... the. I, I don't think they're going to reduce the bench. I think what they'll do is they'll say, listen, this is a case of we can't reduce it anymore because we've got to look after player welfare and all that sort of thing. I tend to think the balance is pretty good right now, hey? It is perfectly fine. All they've got to do is listen to our podcast episode Mm -hmm. with Alan Pearce and realise that the current system with HIA is a complete Mm. bollocks. Yeah. They need to realise that just because someone isn't dizzy and spewing up anymore does not mean Mm. that they don't still have the side effects of a concussion. Yeah, exactly. Scrap the HIA. You You get a knock on the head, bang, you're out. You stay out of the game until someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about, not linked with the club, says, okay, I think he's safe to return to the game now. Yeah. And And we'd need deep scans for that. Yeah. We need to be probed and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Boogie Bumper said, Buzz's career now is basically just writing garbage that gets clicks for comedy aspect. I agree. Um, What else we got here? Nadine said, I maintain Buzz is constantly concussed. And it's hard to argue with that one. Wow. I'd argue. I'd actually wonder who's actually hit him in the head, though. That's true. Maybe that's just fucking... Because I don't think anyone actually dislikes him that much that they hit him in the head. No. He's, no. Got, he's got a head like a, a lovable grandpa, hasn't he? I don't know about that. Leave <laughs> 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 that one there. Um, yeah. Now, there was, there was an article actually on the NRL website today. This is, this is something that's not really... We're not going to discuss too much. Okay. I, I just saw the headline that said, how 1919 war hero Skipper and 2013 legends are inspiring the Maroons. All right. Now, there's a lot of people out there who are working in the um, rugby league media world who are getting paid for it far much better than I am. Yes. Who know about Duncan Thompson. Yes. Because of the work of others who have made clear you know, about what his record was. Yeah, yeah. And they mention him in articles to try and show as if they're some sort of historian. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think players today really understand, and I'm not saying this is a criticism because it goes for most of the public too, how mm. can we understand what these players went through? None of us have gone to war, mm. especially something like World War One. Yeah. Um, like, it's hard to say that someone like that is inspiring. I, they should be. But if you can't relate to them, I, I, I ask how you can be inspired by it if you can't relate to it. That's a good point. Um, you know, when some of these players, I mean, the most difficult thing that they've faced is like when, you know, they've got to get a latte and they have to stand in line with all the commoners in the eastern suburbs. Um, but outside of that, it's... Uh, you know, there would be some players that would appreciate it. I part of me wonders sometimes how many, how many times like these professional players are brought together in the team, and they're sat down, and someone comes in and they says, "Back in my day," and they just fucking tune out for like half hour, let someone talk at them. You know. Yeah, it's because um, it's one thing I've I've spent a lot of time obviously researching a lot of these blokes who went to war and understanding how war was, but the thing I I cannot understand is emotionally what it was like for them. And 
that makes it hard to convey how hard it was for these people. All you can convey is what injuries they suffered. But not many Australians yeah. have been shot either, so they can't even relate to what that would feel like. And so it's it's hard to... I, I, I don't know. I just I, I ask how people can get motivated about something that they have no idea what the experience was like at all, not even in the slightest. I don't know, because, I, I mean, a lot of them do play Battlefield, you know, so... Maybe that's that's good enough. Yeah. Anyway, that was my whinge. <laughs> that's your whinge. <laughs> that's my whinge. Um, now there was a. This is completely unscripted. Obviously, like everything yeah. else, there was a discussion that went on on Twitter I think yesterday that involved Mark yeah. Geyer. Oh, how good was that? By the way, do you remember? Hell. Do you remember how that all went? Yeah, I do actually. Uh, let me go back to it. Let's take it back to tomorrow. Oh, not tomorrow, yesterday. Uh, MG. So he had... Oh, that's the Rochelle. I want the actual MG. What's his name? How's What is it? It's MG Guy or... Mark MG Guy. That's it. Mark MG Guy. There it is. I wanted the actual man himself. So there were some people giving him shit about his state of origin career. It was kind of weird. Um, so he had said, uh, somebody said to him, there was a bit of a difference between hard football and thuggery because somebody put, a, a basically a, a gif of him coming in with an elbow and kind of missing over the top of the player. And, um, somebody said to him, like, there's a bit of a difference between hard football and thuggery. That elbow is well out of order. And Mark's reply was missed him by six inches. Was he injured? Did he keep playing? Fair income, play on. <laughs> and then that, then he, uh, there was a, I think maybe it was the same person. No, it was a different person said, Bella, this was the best one. Bella would have laid Guy right out. <laughs> right? And Mark, he just, he just types, don't think so. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant, man. Just, it was just, fucking brilliant. I'm just thinking um, of the, the bloke who played the ball the wrong way around is apparently going to be good enough to knock out Mark Guy. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine if Marty Bella fucking just threw down... Like, remember when Bella and uh, Harrigan threw down? And it was a bit of a slow fight. It was like the slowest fight ever. Um, yeah, that wouldn't have happened with Mark Guy. Well, the camera would have just panned and it would have been Martin Bella lying on the ground. <laughs> yeah, what's he doing down there? Yeah, yeah, pretty but, much. By the time yeah. we got to him, Guy would have been turned around looking for someone else to hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just, uh, like, I thought, it, but it was so funny because he's like, don't think so. Like, yeah. just calm. It's, you know what? It's, and, and I love MG. We're going to have MG on soon. Um, it's when he's calm. You know, it's scary when he's angry, but when he's calm, that's when it's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, oh, it's I saw that one. And no disrespect to Marty Bell. He's a good prop, but uh, yeah. Very good prop. He's, he's not a bloke who's winning boxing fights, especially not with How someone many like... Play- okay, here's a question. <laughs> How many players in the history of the game would you definitely take over Mark Guy in a street fight? In a street fight? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think I'd take anyone else. There's not many. See the thing that the thing that gets me for guy too. Okay, is mm. whatever he may lack in technique, mm. he'd make up for in aggression and passion. 
and like, he's like you... a fucking giant as yeah. well. But if you you got him pissed, <laughs> if you got him pissed off though, and it only yeah. take you, you only have to hit him once to do that. Yeah. And he knew a fight was on. Just I just good night. Like... He's going to be like a friggin', He'll be like a dog. He won't he won't stop until he's got you beat. Yeah. And it's throwing me out, Drew. It like it just cancels a lot of shit out. <laughs> That's what, that that makes up for any lack of technique. Yeah. Yeah, just from round draw, it's like. But uh, I don't. I, I've never seen him box, so I, I'm only going. I'm just winging it there. He might. He might be brilliant at boxing, and I wouldn't surprise me if he was. Don't you remember when he took on fucking Mark Jacko Jackson in that celebrity let's, match? Let's be honest. There was only three punches thrown. I yeah. can't remember if he had a technique or not because Jacko was just. He was you know, hello, how are Dean gone? Yeah, like I just remember him I, just beating the fuck out of him yeah. like <laughs> I just need to see a bit more of it <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh yeah jeez yeah, good, good thing about that is Jacko was the bloke who was some sort of hard man in AFL and always fighting people um <laughs> and he just got the shit slapped out of him oh Boogie Bumper reckons Gordon Tallis would give MG a run no fucking way no is, fucking way hang on hang on correct me if I'm wrong is Boogie Bumper a, a Queenslander is he? Can we kick him? Just on, in case. I don't. I don't know. Are you a Queenslander, Queenslander boogie bumper? Are you one of those people? If I, he is, he's sitting here listening to us playing a banjo or something. If, if he's just, if he's seriously just run up Gordon Tallis, yeah, uh, he's got to be. I, I can't have that. Remember when uh, Gordon Tallis put fifty on the chin of Terry O'Connor, and then Terry O'Connor <laughs> was like. He, he, Terry Connor said something like my missus hits harder than Gordon Tallis that was fucking hilarious I'm pretty sure that was during the Super League um, test series they played Great Britain in the Super League test series and yeah <laughs> okay Boogie Bumper is a fucking Queenslander how dare you oh hang on maybe it's just Brad just just bullshit shits and giggles he's, do- oh, he's just he's just doing it to stir us fair enough yeah okay that's fine He's good luck. I actually, I met one of my followers today, hey? You met a follower? Yeah, yeah, I did. Ah, Uh, how'd that go down? I mean, obviously he's still alive, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I met uh, Adam Evo 14, and uh, I took him to Panthers. He's never been to Panthers Leagues Club before. He's a Hull KR fan. He's he's a Hull KR fan. Yeah, he gave me, you know what? He gave me a Hull jersey. It was a very, very nice gesture, a whole jersey. Um, it was a uh, Roger Millwood one, a uh, special edition one. Um, so I've got that. It was very, very nice of him. I took him to Panthers. We He had a beer. I just had a Coke. Do you know what? A beer and a, a fucking schooner of beer and a bottle of Coke at Panthers Leagues Club, 15 bucks. Wow, man. Yeah. I had no idea. In, inside this tip, mate, go to the pokies, put a dollar in the machine, and press the drinks button. Yeah, you get the, you get the coke for free then. Damn. Yeah, yeah man. But then that's that mixer shit. That, that mix shit. I can't drink. I can't drink well, water out of the tap. Mate. Well, you either drink that or you pay seven dollars for a freaking coke. Exactly. <laughs> so, and like, yeah. So anyway, so we we uh, had a good chin wag about footy. He told me some things about. Um, whole KR that were pretty fucking interesting. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say. Uh, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say he told you things about whole KR that you ignored. 
No, no, no. We had a really good chat, and it was it was good to meet up with him. I actually, I said to him, like he said to me, um, I could see the mountains when he was in the train. I said, I'll take you up him if you want. And he's like, all right. So we drove up the mountains, tried to find a lookout point. Couldn't find a fucking lookout point. So I basically just drove him up the highway and drove him back down. <laughs> said, Next time he comes to Australia, I'll do it properly. Um, but, that, yeah. That's actually one of the best sightseeing tours you got around Penrith, isn't it? Going up and down the highway? Fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. We got the we got our Vegas strip, which is Mulgoa Road. We got the stadium. We've got uh Mulgoa Road. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was good meeting up with him. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It was uh I was expecting yeah, more so. of that story, so I decided to eat a piece of pizza. That's alright. Just keep just keep shoveling. I will. Um, <laughs> I uh yeah, so he gave me a jersey. I'll have to take a picture of it and put it up on my um Twitter account in the Bloody next God. few days. So yeah. It's uh it was cool fun. Good fun. Um, showed him the aqua golf, showed him I don't know that he could properly see the water skiing park, but I, I did show him that. Um and I showed him Mulgoa Road and yeah. It's good fun. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Just seeing what else, what other news we've got here to chat about. Um, <laughs> Raiders English stocks grow. Ah, oh, well, you know. So the news is that Canberra have signed a nose from Wigan. Yep. And the nose will be playing at halfback next year for them. Yeah. It's, um, um... It'll be between him, a salad, and Sam Williams. So, I tell you what, I, I think, I mean, in terms of the biggest noses I've ever seen in rugby league, and it's, it, he's in the he's in the top three with like there's got to be him, Beaver, and Daly. Mm. He has a fucking nose on him that is, goddamn, epic. It's chiselled to a fine point too. Yeah. You know what it reminds me a little bit of? You know in um, Ocean's 14, I think it is, when uh, What's-His-Face wears the fake nose to try and impress the cougar? Ah, You've probably never seen it, eh? I I think I may have. See, a lot of of my movie experience has been watching stuff uh, as I'm passing by the TV. Uh, Okay, yeah. So, there's a lot of things I've seen, but I don't know what movies they're from. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Oceans. I'm pretty sure it's Oceans 14, which is my favourite one, actually. Um, but, yeah. God damn it, I can't remember the dude's name, eh? You know, Jason Bourne. That's his name. Jason Bourne? Yeah. From the Bourne Identity? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. Well, there we go. Um, I was going to say look like one of the Mr. Men characters. <laughs> what, what what's the Mr. Men character? What's his the the blue one, eh? I was gonna say Mr. Rush because he's just a triangle. Yeah, I agree. It reminds me. You know who else had a fucking nose on him? Um, and we were talking about him the other day. He played for the Panthers and then went to Manly. Brown. What's his name? Lewis Brown. Louis Brown. Yeah, that's it. He mm. had a nose on him too. He'd be in the top five. Can you think of anyone else that had a fucking nose on them? Um, there's hmm. nothing wrong with having a nose, by the way. Like, no, it's I mean, fine. I, I, in fact, I see it as a compliment. Yeah. Um. No, I can't think of anyone else with a, with a massive schnoz on him. No, no. Oh, oh fuck. Peter Sterling. Well, I suppose yeah, Sterling. 
Yeah, Snorky. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, How yeah. fucking good a Hull FC, by the way, everyone, in the chat. Oh, Dave Taylor, he had a fair nose, didn't he? Brad put that forward, Dave Taylor. Well, his, his was more just an extension of his forehead. Just went down the middle of his face. Yeah, yeah, it's like a fucking wind keel off his head. <laughs> it was a weird thing, that one. <laughs> Do you realise that there's a point where if you said a wind keel, there'd be a lot of people who would have no fucking idea what's that that is a reference exactly. to? Exactly. I just say I think we've just created a new thing that um, that might trend on Twitter, and that is we're now we're now nose shaming people. Yeah. Nasal shaming, proboscis shaming. Yeah. What would the Me Too be for that? Oh, Snot Too? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've got nothing. I, I, I gave you everything I had with that one there. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got nothing at all. Um, yeah, I've just seen some other great headlines here. Mm-hmm. Uh, are Johnson struggles to worry? Well, yeah, because he's playing like shit. Um, yeah, not much else going on there, really. Yeah, there's nothing quite like a Sean Johnson. Yeah. Not much at all like him, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, he's see. having a real shocker. Imagine paying, like, nearly a million bucks and he turns up and he's just playing, like, fucking garbage like that. I mean, dead set. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. There's been a few changes to the Origin teams tonight. Really? Take Two- us through them. Two changes for Queensland. Moses Mbai will start at centre and Michael Morgan drops back to the bench. Wow. Ethan Lowe will start at the second row and David Fafita, who was originally slated to start, will stay on the bench. Yeah. For New South Wales, David Clemmer starts and Paul Vaughan goes to the bench. Okay, so... Hmm. That's interesting. I I like Mbai better at centre. He's. I tell you what, he's going to have his work cut out for him, though. Um, but I, I well, think he's yeah. played good He'll, at centre in the NRL. Yeah, he'll be up against um, Jack White and two. Yeah. So, and I, I think that makes way more sense than him coming off the bench. Um, I, I'm, I, I would be really shocked if Cameron Munster does stay at fullback, though. He's like the world's best 5'8". So I feel like he's going to be playing 5'8". Question I've got, though, is if there's no injuries to the Queensland backs, yeah, who do you bring off to bring Michael Morgan on? And when do you bring Morgan on? Yeah, that's a really good point. And it's like, I mean, you bring you can't bring him on at hooker. No. It'd be weird to bring him on at hooker. I No doubt he could do the job, but it'd just be a strange substitution. Their, their, team, their team makes no sense to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss as to what they're doing there. Mm. Makes no sense. What um, about the new, new South Wales changes? I think Vaughan, I wouldn't like to have to be tackling Vaughan after 25, 30 minutes. I um, think he's... I think they've done that purely to minimise mm-hmm. the drop off mm-hmm. of uh, Saifidi. Yeah, so that's a good point. the figure. Let's put Saifidi on at the start. Uh-huh. He can take all that early punishment, and then we bring Vaughan on with and have Vaughan and Clemmer on for the end of the first half. Hopefully, yeah. punch and holes through him. Damn, this it's a good front row, hey? Mm. Clemmer and Vaughan. Vaughan is. It's weird. He's one of those players that doesn't get a lot of headlines, but damn, he's a good player. He does so much work. He really does. It's for a big dude as mm. well. Huge motor on him. He and Clem are an unbelievable front row, that pair. They really are. It's like, uh, man, we, like we really should have fucking stuffed 
Queensland high mm. with, with this lineup we've got. Absolutely. Now, there was talk also during the week that um, Fittler was thinking about starting with uh, Wade Graham at 5'8 for this game, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. Zero sense at all. Because the only way you could do that is if, is if say you put Pierce to the bench, right? And that, but then you would be bringing Pierce on as maybe a hooker to to spell Cook. Maybe and that seems fucking ridiculous. Maybe it was a Freddie brain, you know, brain trick. This one, maybe because he saw he saw mind fucking them. He said, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring Mitchell Pierce into the team. Mm-hmm. Queensland are going to go, yeah, we're going to win. Pierce is playing. He's shit in game three. He's never won a decide. He's never won a series. Mm. And then he puts him on the bench and doesn't put him, doesn't put him on the field at all for the whole game. Imagine and that. Queensland's <laughs> waiting the whole game for Pierce to come on so they can start hammering him and, and sledging him. And he never turns up. Okay, I've got a question for you, all right? Here's, yeah. a, here's, a, here's a question. Would you rather put $500 on New South Wales, as is, all 17 there, or the same amount of money, but they only play with 16 players and Pierce sits on the bench like McGuinness did. I'd, I'd probably go the latter. Yeah, I think I would too. How crazy is that? Yeah. And I'd leave his stank on the sidelines. I think it would be a massive mindfuck. I think Queensland would be completely thrown by it. It would be. Imagine what how ballsy it would be. Though. <laughs> it'd be real it'd be bad I mean I, I felt bad for McGuinness when it happened to him I felt really bad for him but oh man for Pierce fuck <laughs> I think it'd be brilliant imagine that he'd be so mixed at the end because he after the the game's over the, the team would all go around they'd all celebrate because they've won the series and Pierce wanders over and he's like I didn't get to play, but <laughs> I suppose I also won a series at last. Does it count? <laughs> i got another question for you, all right? Just say we're sitting here, and all of a sudden Twitter lights up, and it's like, Pierce has pulled a hammy. <laughs> would, you be, would you be like, man, we could win this one? I don't, and I don't what's even better, Gutherson, 18 man. That was exactly what I was going to get to. Mm-hmm. Wally, our king. Wally. But with hair. <laughs> Wally with hair. And and far less ball skills. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Size, skill, ability, heart, determination, desire. Uh, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Why have we been so cruel tonight? What the fuck, man? Oh, no. let's, let's talk something up. Yeah. The starting block. How good is it? Phenomenal. Better than this pizza. Yeah. Brilliant. You know what? Here's something that you lot don't know. We talked to Nadine last night. We talked to her live. Yes. And she gave us a lot of recommendations for the show. To a certain extent, she's now our boss. Um, yeah. Just saying. Uh, and, but what we were doing is we wanted to test out a thing so that we can drag people in and just talk to them live on the show. So we're hoping to do that um, as we do more live shows going forward. Um, be able to just, you know, have people talk to us and say, hey, how are you going, blah, 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 shit like that. But, uh, yeah, 
And we've, by the way, if you're in the chat, what do you think about our new visuals that we've got? Do you like them or what? Yeah, I um, I created a, I created a few ad, few ads with um Microsoft Paint. Yeah, I think you did well. <laughs> it was all you're doing as well. Yeah, I'm I'm not really going to gloat about it. <laughs> I don't know. I think you did pretty good. I tried to I tried to pick things where all I had to do was just change text. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to do the least amount of work for the biggest result you can get. I, I know my limitations. Yeah, well, you know, you, man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question for you. Okay, hit me with it. If you ordered a pizza... Yes. ...knowing that it was going to get delivered on a push bike that's been ridden by Mitchell Moses... Yes. ...would you give him a tip when he brought it to you early? I've never given a tip to any fucker that's delivered anything to my house. We have minimum wage in this country, and you are paid via minimum wage. You want a tip? Fuck off to the fucking United States, because you get a minimum wage. Is that harsh? No, no, I, I agree with that sentiment. I was just, I was just yeah. hoping that I might have led you into some sort of thing to just bitch about Moses instead. <laughs> no, you could do. You could just I didn't expect that. you to come out and make, make sense. Yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> I've gone into politics. <laughs> um, you know, I wonder, I wonder what it was like for him when he'd do the delivery job, though, and he'd turn up to people's houses on his bike and he'd, he'd be like laying for them and say, oh, aren't you Mitchell Moses? And it just didn't happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, you fucking forgot my drink. Like, oh shit. Oh, what are you gonna do? Fucking ride back and come back with it half an hour later. Yeah. Who's your boss? I need to speak to your manager. It's like, <laughs> fuck, man. Oh dear. Um, there was a, there was an interesting article during the week from the from the telly as well. Yeah. And it showed. The, um, I think they called it the pictures that will haunt New South Wales Rugby League mm. and it was all of the Game 3 deciders that they've lost over the years Yeah, and one of them happened to be a game in I think 1990 or 91 mm. where New South Wales actually lost 14 to 12 but they put the score line down as 14 to 2 Ah, fact checkers working overtime at the, what is it, the Daily Telegraph? Yeah Yeah, see, th- that's the good thing about uh, a lot of articles on NRL.com because they rip off so much of your content, <laughs> it's always fact-checked ahead of time. So it works out well for them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the genius of it. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, you know, well, fact-check that way. We're not even lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, geez. Uh, how are we going here? We've... We're coming into kick Oh Well, you know, it's wow. seven. 50 we're like a good half hour away from kickoff yeah um i can't actually see the tv screen hey i i I didn't turn my tv on and i don't know where my remote is so i'm just flying blind here well let's just see if i can find something then okay i doubt i can yeah because it's all on channel nine isn't it now what else have we got here i'm just looking through some of the um stuff we uh we have here let's see if we got any fucking restore the republic followed us meme fake news okay co-host maga promises kept okay hey uh, uh... what else we got duty calls 
We're down to four listeners, so kickoff must be pretty soon, eh? <laughs> <laughs> or they've just got sick of us. Yeah. Um. Whoa. What? What happened? I don't know. Something on Skype just said I started recording. I what? don't know. <laughs> How the fuck? Oh, yeah. We still on the live show? Uh, let me have a look. We should be. We just got a video from Skype like we'd stopped recording. Kickoff is at 10 past, but it'll be more like 8, 8.45. Uh, I think... Are we still recording? Let me have a look on this one. Uh, this is the live Yeah, show. we're still recording. That's we're cool. still live, I mean. We're still live. We're all good. We're still live. Live. We this, are live. This is what I was looking for. Okay. Over here. Hmm? There we go. Brad said we're live. There you go. Done. Have you got that? Done something. Uh, oh, yeah, I can see. Right. Okay. Now we know what Ooh. we're doing. Okay. See how this oh, goes. Here's the shitty Coca-Cola ad. Yeah, where they dubbed it for like 15 different sports and thought yeah. no one would notice. And... Uh... Well, he's kissing. Oh, this is well, the so, one where they show the two yeah, female so, players. You, we remember for that kiss, eh, bro? And they're going, no, not that kiss. This kiss. He's like, this oh, kiss, okay. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. Now, now all of a sudden we go quiet because we're watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> this, is actually, this is actually the peak of the, of the show right now because yeah. we're not talking as much. People are going, finally, they stop talking shit. Let's talk about our sponsors of Porto Australia. Great Portuguese chicken at a, a very, very good price. Mmm, Oporto, I'm coming. I've had an idea. What? That's what Arabella should call her next child. Oporto? Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, although, is it like Portuguese for chicken or something? Who cares? <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, let's see what a Porto means in fucking Portuguese. Because did you know, yo play does not mean yum in French? No. Yeah, it's bullshit. They've been lying to us the whole time. What's it mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's just a word. Just a fucking made up word. It's, it's like a word someone's made up to try and sound French even though they're not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 play, yeah, yeah. yeah you're I'm play, French yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Okay, so, uh, a Porto. I can't see anywhere here where it says, we've got Porto. Oh, or a Porto. Okay, it, so the, it might be, so Porto, the city of Porto, can sometimes, please don't call my city a Porto. Okay, so it's like a, it's like Porto, but when people say it poorly. Is it like Porto. an, is it like Irish Porto? Like a Flanagan, <laughs> a Porto. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, it's a good question. But anyway, I guess we'll call it Porto. You could just call it Porto. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Fucking, why not? Yeah, just for anyone who's not watching the TV at the moment, um, they're, they're doing a piece on the Trebojevic brothers, or as mm. um, Buzz Rockford likes to call them, the Tobojevic. Tobojevic. Yeah, yep. Tobojevic. Um, it's pretty much done with every shot in slow motion. Yeah. Every they... shot. So there's even one where they were sitting at home 
with I think their mum and dad and sister or something like that, and they even had for some reason um, Jake was to the left of screen, and the camera's focused on I think it might have been his mum in the middle drinking coffee very slowly. Even <laughs> they've even put that in slow motion. Just Jeez. <laughs> a long slow slurp. Yeah, I've seen lots of videos like that. Yeah, I bet you haven't. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, they're putting Turbo on the screen. How come Jake turbo doesn't get a nickname? Jake, yeah, we should name him. What would you call Jake? Um, I think you need something beefy. Yeah, where he found his brother's chin. How about Tanko? Tanky, Tanko, Tank- yeah, Tanko. Turbo and Tanko. Yeah, they, they should have number four. Look, Brad Fitland's wearing his Channel Nine trench coat. Hey. Yeah, he's a bit conflicted here. So, am I at work or am I at work? Exactly. This is not helping. We we can't have this. Uh, Phil Gould will be having a fit right now because the Blues are training outside on the training paddock. Yeah, this is just terrible. When you see them training like this outside, mate, they never did this back in the game. Wasn't professional. Oh, back in my day. Back in my day when we went to the pub and then you know did training for three hours a night. How funny is it when you've, you've heard all of the old football players saying about the players warming up so much and then you talk to a medical professional and they basically are like, fucking stupid old bastards. They're like, how are, you, <laughs> yeah, how are your knees and your shoulders and your back today now that you're 42 <laughs> years old and you, you're getting around like a 90-year-old man? Yeah. Maybe there's some merit to this. Yeah. 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 I reckon I... Well, we're not far from kickoff here. Fatty's talking to... Uh, yeah. Is, is that Kevin Walters? Yeah, I couldn't he's, recognize he's to, him without the fucking tears. He's about to start crying. Yeah. Fatty, Fatty's asking him a question. Like, I like his blazer. I like the old Q. Yeah. The Queensland Rugby League logo. Looks we do, good. We do need to see more of those. I like the older jumpers. Yeah, so do I. I'd like to see them bring back like the old blazers and stuff when you make the test team. You know what I'd cap. like to see? The cap. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I used to give them all a cap be fucking awesome. Everyone goes nuts over the baggy green. Those caps were the same bloody thing. They need to come back. Hey, look, you know how we've been bagging Queensland for having heaps of halves? Mm. Even their trainer is a fucking half. Yeah. Yeah. And and their coach. Oh, yeah, he is too. Kevin Walters. Talking with the only Queenslander who didn't have any ball skills. Paul oh, Walton. shit. You're not a fan of his, are you? I no, I don't mind Fatty. I just thought he was overrated. Oh, sounds like you hate his guts to me. No, no, because because you see, the thing with hate is it mm. requires effort. Oh, I can't be it's fucked. Worse and worse. <laughs> it's just it's just general um, disagreements. Just meh. Nah, yeah. never got I've it. Players like that in the past. It's like, yeah, I don't hate them. Lots, lots of palms, hey, lots of pommy players. Yeah, yeah. Um, where people say, "Oh, why do you hate them?" It's like I don't hate them. It's just that they're, you know, not significant. Yeah, and I'm just pointing that out. All right, they're just showing all the Queenslanders arriving in slow motion. Geez, the uh, you know they're slow- you know they're short on content when they've got to do everything in slow motion. Mm. Like, they're literally walking up a hallway in slow motion. Although they have sped up the traffic on the Harbour Bridge. Yeah, which it, is nice. It never moves that fast. Never fucking ever. I tell you what, there, you'd be hard-pressed to find a, a road that is more fucking disorganised 
locked in the north side of the harbour bridge where there's 57 lanes and you've got no fucking idea which one you should be in. That's because they all merge left, right, centre. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, oh, I just, I just want to go here. It's like, oh, pick a lane, any lane. All of a sudden, you're in fucking seven hills. Yeah, you've got to be in all of the lanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chopping and changing between traffic and shit like that, making sure that you're not in a bus lane. Yes. Man. Look at this, Addis. I'm telling everyone how to use up a ton of data on your phones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just by constantly leaving on and going to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Jay, this, is, this is your Jay phone. Jay Dwight has said he was expecting both teams to win, hey? I, I was well, kind of happy for that scenario as well. That's... Oh, I love Jay. He's a great man. Unbelievable yeah. man. Just to let you know a bit about Jay. Um, pretty sure he's... He either runs or his missus runs, so he takes orders from her, obviously, as, as we all do. Um, mm-hmm. a, a, uh, a bookshop over, out there mm-hmm. in Sydney. Um, mm-hmm. And I got Jay to help me with, with a uh, huge amount of uh, editing on my book for the second print. Mm. Great man. That's awesome. Yeah. Jay. When I do my book, Jay, if you're listening, I he's, don't know what my book's going to be. He's the man. Yeah. Um, you can work so, yeah. together on Hopefully, I'll be up in Sydney sometime this year. I will go. Yes. Out and, I will go out and catch up with him and, and give him a thanks. And um, what about catching up with me? That'll be on the on the, on the uh, journey there because I think it's Rouse Hill. He might be at Rouse Hill, eh? Yeah, nice. So I'm fairly certain that if I go from the airport towards Rouse Hill, I'm going to be going somewhat in the direction of where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Tyrone Peachy could be headed to a Sydney NRL club with no room at the Penrith Panthers for a turn. Uh-huh. That's Nadine just sent, sent us that one through. Because uh-huh. I heard a rumour today that said Jordan Rapana could be going to either the Bulldogs or the Tigers next year. Oh, really? Which means he's, which means he's going to the Bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like a Tigers sort of move to get a quality outside. No, 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 no. no. Every time there's two teams mentioned and one of them's the Tigers, it's never the Tigers yeah. they go to. I'd like to uh, ask uh, Potato what he thinks about the move. And he just says, like, fucking Ivan Cleary. Fucking can't. Yeah, this, is, this is our interview with, with Justin Potato, guys. So, just potato, I hear that you're linked with Canberra Raiders player Jordan Rapana. He's going, oh, yeah, look, Ivan Cleary, I mean, he put us in this drama and we're trying to figure out our <laughs> Ivan Cleary mess. And Ivan Cleary did this and then he, you know, left us high and dry and he, he backed out of his contract. Didn't you do that, Penrith? No, 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 no. I, I, yeah, they sacked me, didn't they? No, <laughs> you walked. That's the same thing. I left. <laughs> He's a genius. Old baked so potato. We're at two past eight. Right. And we're watching Working. ads for the block. Oh my god. The fucking block. I can't stand that show. Looks like they've got KD Lang on this season. Oh my god. That's KD Lang, isn't it? I don't know. Is that Brayton Astor? Oh no, it's someone else. No. What they need to do is get people on there who are clueless. I think Jordan Rapana's on there. What the fuck? Yeah. He is. That's Jordan Rapana, I'm sure. What they need to do is get people on there who are clueless about building, have no interest in building, but do have very bad drinking problems. Yeah. I like that idea. Just alcoholics. Hello. What do you want me to say? Hello. 
Oh, we've got a guest. The, the, boss, the boss has arrived. The boss is, is here. Uh, is this your podcast? Yeah, yeah we're live. Oh, we're live. Okay. We're watching this. What do you think about Karen Smith playing 400 games? Hopefully... Hopefully. Hopefully he loses it. Lose it, yeah. So we we had someone suggest what would be really awesome is if it was locked up at full time. The game on on Saturday, and this man kicks a picks kicks a winning goal from in front to win the game for Cronulla down here, so and Gallon keeps Gallon keeps his I goal kicking record. Out. I think he's out. He does still play. He's Gallon out. <laughs> you reckon Gay will play? Yeah, he's only injured during the week. He does. He's not. He's never injured on weekends. <laughs> no. Are you confident Queensland's going to win tonight? No comment. No comment. Oh, you... she's scared. Okay, I'll ask you this. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident were you of Queensland winning before you found out Mitchell Pearce was playing for New South Wales? Well, before I found out Mitchell Pearce was not selected as the halfback... I was thinking, yeah, it might might be a, a good game, might be a bit of a contest. Okay, so now that he's picked in the team, do you think you're now an absolute lock for winning the game in the series? Oh, I don't know. Where's that lady with the yellow dress? <laughs> well, that could be a solution for Queensland. They could just dress up, say, I don't know, who's someone that's useless in Queensland? Will Chambers. They could just dress up Will Chambers in a yellow dress. That might just put everything out for, for Mitch. <laughs> That would be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tactic. Oh, look at them. They're, they're doing more slow-mos. Yeah, slow everything is in slow motion. That's how you That's how you feel 40 minutes of pre-game. You just do everything in slow motion. <laughs> this is exactly right. <laughs> fucking Mitchell Pierce. We're going to lose. You know that, okay, don't you? We're going to fucking lose. <laughs> All right, so the uh, the Queenslanders are a little bit uncertain. Mm. This is They're not the, confident. This is what Mitchell Pearce does to the game. Yeah, he just he what just crushes its soul. <laughs> she, she she's come back in and now back out again. You can talk whatever you want. No. Yeah, you're the bossy, not me. I am the bossy. Oh, the bossy. <laughs> they come down the tunnel. I'm oh, looking. they're coming down steps. So they're not doing this in slow motion, though. No, this is in full speed. This is they're live. Oh, this Ado, is live. Ado Car has just jumped the queue. How dare he? Right, coming out through the gate. Oh, she thinks Wade Graham's going to do really well. That's that's a given. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. How about the bias? Yeah, sharks are sharks are more important than the state. Yeah. I like Terrible. That. I like that when it comes from a Queenslander. Yeah. <laughs> they're rock solid. Yeah, although I must say, um, my wife goes to Queensland because she was born there, but she's not actually from there. So she can't play a banjo then? No, 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 no. no. Uh, that's good. Her parents, See, that's her, parents, her parents weren't born there. She just had the unfortunate situation. She didn't get to choose. They yeah. just had to borrow one of their hospitals for her to be born. Okay, that's so very nice. She, she just displays a little bit of loyalty there for them because of that, that generous offer they made. Um, she can she can stay on the podcast then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't consider her a Queenslander. Okay, how long is the fucking walk? Well, Where are they walking from? They're actually walking, they're walking from from like fucking no no like. Mate, I can tell you right now. If you look out your window in about five seconds, you'll see them walking past. <laughs> okay, they just left the Blue Mountains. <laughs> 
fucking hell. You're going to be stuffed. That's yeah. the same tunnel that Jane Savile started fucking running in that walking race, I swear. <laughs> I, th- I think that they're coming through the London Underground, actually. Look, they've got Something. women there who've just come from Woolies. I know. She's just going to get her bread. She's like, I just want to get home. Yeah. This bloke's just got off the train with his laptop. <laughs> it's all part of the tactic. Queenslanders think it's just a short little 10-meter 10 10, 10 meter walk. Yeah, they've got, they're like 45 minutes away from yeah. walking onto the field here. They're going to get blasted. I think that's part of the New South Wales tactic. Let's put them a long yeah. way away from the ground. And then when they're not, not aware of it, we can just kick off while they're, while they're not there and put on a few quick tries. Tactics. I'm, I'm a little bit worried. Munster's oh. got the porno tash. That means he's ready. Uh, oh, well, they're the, coming onto the, the field. So let's the, wrap this bitch up and watch yeah. the game. Alrighty. Um, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, enjoy enjoy the game, and God knows we might come back later. Who knows? We love you long time. Yeah, we do. Hooroo. Oh.